welcome back to Predator Minute, the podcast where we watch Predator one minute at a time and then say hilarious things about it sometimes. But it's also science, a lot of science today, here in Minute 8. <laughs> in Minute 8, uh, it starts with the former governor of Minnesota offering legal drugs to his friend and teammate, and it ends with nice a helicopter pilot, a sp- supposedly someone on the radio, saying there'll be insertion in Tango. So, uh, not a lot happening, except that we're getting kind of a look at who the various uh, players are going to be, who the rest of his team is. And uh, as we were talking about last week, we were trying to figure out who is on the two helicopters that are seen in all the outside establishing shots. And it looks like the entire team seems to be in one helicopter, although we have not seen Billy yet. Yes, I think he's hiding in the luggage compartment. I don't know. Six foot four. <laughs> Perhaps he's uh, smoking a peace pipe. Well, that, that was one not means- the slur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so there couldn't have been much storage space because we're assuming that all of their gear and guns and extra cans of chew and whatnot are on the other helicopter. Yes, Blaine does have a very large gun. Yeah. And the medicinal scotch, or what was it? Yeah, medicinal scotch. Yes. Uh, that comes in a flask. Um, we'll see you later. Uh, we do get to see uh, the aforementioned drugs. It's a can of uh, chew. Have you ever done chew? or? Uh, I have partaken tobacco? in the uh, mouth tobaccos, yes. Yeah. Well, that you probably did dip, right? That's much more common. Uh, pr- yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not really sure. I, my, I was, it always came in a can. Yeah, I mean, um, the ones that you see nowadays are what's usually called dip where you stick it under one of your lips, in between the lip and the teeth. For you kids listening at home, you can try this. Um, just kidding, only if you're over 18. 12. <laughs> uh, and then I've done that before. It kind of gives you a little dizzy feeling, at least while you're yeah. drinking. What he has is an older thing, which is, I believe, called chew or chaw. I actually didn't look this up. I just kind of remember this and spent some time in the South. Um, and that's what the bubble gum that I'd had. I have had big league chew. Kids, yes. you definitely can have that. Although I wouldn't recommend it, I, it's horrible. So it's is, just a lot of bubble gum. What is is it? Is, but is the tobacco version? Is it like just the leaf? Is it fermented at all? I mean, yeah. Again, it's not something I've done. Uh, I think it works. It's a whole heavily lot. processed, um, at least in its current form today. I mean. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, you just you chew on it. You, you make it a chewing motion. You used to see ball players do that, even though I think they do more dip now. Uh, and then you know, mm. there's obviously a lot of spitting that goes on, uh, just right. like with dip. Well, I wonder, is this performance enhancing at all? I mean, it didn't it has, it, he's the first one to die, I think. Well, yeah, well, I mean... Spoiler alert. I mean, nicotine, I mean, it certainly enhances... Memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, yeah, so maybe it calms us. Or maybe he's a little nervous, you know? He gets a little nervous before a mission. Uh, that's why he carries the bigger gun. Right? It's you're feeling of inadequacy, right? The so, character, of course. Yeah, the character, uh, of course. Character, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like we just assume that all these famous people are listening to this podcast. <laughs> it's the most never, important podcast of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great movies. Um, so what really stood out for me, uh, besides that we see a little bit of interplay here in this minute, right? Mm-hmm. We get to see uh, Blaine's character, uh, you know, being rejected in his offer uh, with a the gener- other gentleman. A generous offer. A generous trying offer, Trying to yeah. share. I mean, trying obviously he did really well in kindergarten. But so. they're each kind of showing their own vices. Uh, we see that 
Uh, Mac is doing the dry shaving thing. I don't know if we know it's dry at this point. Uh, so other little um, ironic takes. And then they do some good, you know, just kind of camera work, just cinematography of allowing this shot to sort of fold into the next, almost uh, one big long continuous shot showing these characters. Uh, from the return of Blaine and that shot, we now see a hand reaching over, and that hand belongs to Poncho, mm -hmm. who pulls back uh, what we realized was electrical tape that he fastens to his fingers for God knows what reason, and then takes the wadded up ball of leftover electrical tape and fires it at his friend, who we see is deeply engrossed yeah, in a comic book, yeah. uh, played what? by the wonderful Shane Black. Yeah, Shane Black, yes. Now, what is he reading here? Can Sergeant Rock, although I don't think that's... Can we see that in the shot? I can't remember. I know uh, he's reading Sergeant Rock. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is which is what... Uh, which provided the uh, prototype for the Commando's uh, look. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, I mean, that's... So, that's kind of cool. So, we got everyone sort of doing their own thing. Like you said, we've got we've got some, uh, some chew chewing, mm -hmm. right? We got some dry shaving. Uh, we've got some messing around... Uh, you yeah. know, throwing stuff at the at the guy with the glasses, and then we got the guy in the glasses completely, you know, engrossed in the book or mm -hmm. you know, a comic, a comic of course. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're wearing glasses, I mean, you're a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> we're nerd alert. <laughs> so already we see the flaws in in these characters, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> the <four flaws. laughs> but we see we see that in this shot, uh, although it's thrown in the gentleman with the comic book isn't paying any attention ostensibly mm -hmm. he actually manages to make this great catch even though from the view of it it was never going to hit him it was always going to be to his right and he lifts his hand up and catches, catches it, it. so we see that even though he looks like a nerd he's got these cat likes he's, he's a ninja he might just be a ninja he's evil mongoose <laughs> yeah i think those glasses are less about uh vision correction and more about you know just just safety goggles for when people are throwing like things like ninja stars, wads of tape, stuff like that at you. Yeah, the two most commonly thrown things. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least uh, in my elementary school, that was the case. <laughs> Where did you? I don't know. <laughs> um, so we also see, uh, you know, we get some sort of military talk. We get to hear some pseudo military talk that there'll be. Oh. Uh, yeah, the rendezvous points are... Uh, yeah, rendezvous points and radio freaks <laughs> are indicated and fit. So, I mean, I can tell you, I, I would assume he means frequencies. Like, yeah, uh, a good assumption. And rendezvous points, of course, where they're going to meet up after the mission or whatever, you know, whether it be TGI Fridays or Applebee's or something. The but, Chop House. Yeah, the <laughs> Chop House. That's right, <laughs> the Chop House. Uh, but radio freaks, okay, I mean, yeah, maybe they need to know what frequencies to tune into if, they, if, if, if they're doing communication. I think Hawkins works the radio because yeah. he's the nerdy one. Yeah. Um, but he what might actually be talking about freaks on the radio. So Yeah, um, they do have that boombox. Yeah, so they got the boombox with freaks on the radio. and uh, They also know that there'll be some AWACS. AWACS, I was just about oh. to say. So they're going to contact the AWACS in four hours. And I, 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 are these like some sort of scandalous, like sort of go-go dancer? Or yeah, I, don't, I don't think the term whack had started being in the general parlance. So I would make a joke about freaks and whack and all this other sort of stuff. Okay. But, uh, so I don't know anything about the military. I mean, I play a lot of video games, but uh, so the AWACS contact, uh, those are these, uh, you know, this is basically <coughs> those planes with the big old... Like a big dish on the top. Yeah, of it. it looks like they're yeah. just trying to get really bad satellite TV from the 80s while flying around. Yeah, um, but that's what those were. They were Boeing 
is a very specific Boeing plane. Oh, 707, okay. uh, military designation the E3 Century. Century is a good name. Yeah, AWACS meaning Airborne Warning and Control Radar. Or system, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> You're a whacker. Um, I'd be confused with a bushwhacker. Right, which they, honestly, the way they dress, they would have fit right into this. Yeah, team. yeah. They would uh, you kids under 30, you can look that up. That's a good joke. Uh, <laughs> that contact will be in four-hour intervals. Yes. Uh, so, they're, yeah, I mean, they're supposed to be over in a day, right? So we got about six of those, or actually probably five, right? Because no point right. contacting one of your first or your last hours before. Um, it's not a lot of those. And it's clear that Dutch has been told nothing about this. So they couldn't have been on base long because he's the one that all this information is being kind of just dumped onto. Yeah. Uh, like, right before they're about to jump out of the helicopter, by the way. I mean, I would be pissed. Yeah. I, I, I hate it when people, like, say, hey, we're going to go do it. And I go, and then it's like, oh, but we're going to do this, too. And like, but what? what? I gotta do it. And then they just keep throwing stuff on. And then pretty soon you, you've gone to the gas station to get a get like beer and then you end up going oh, yeah. by walmart to pick up some salt and pepper shaker and then you're going over to the pool supply place to get i mean and you, you just wasted your day and i kind of feel like this is this is what's happening here carl or excuse me uh dylan is just pulling uh dutch's chain here the whole time just i'd be i'd be thoroughly annoyed and especially when we when he tells him, okay, well, now we're going in, but we don't have – he asks about his backup. Well, we don't have backup. We're on our own, old buddy. Uh, yeah, that, that he's throwing that old buddy out there, you know, sort yeah. of soften the blow because he knows he's being uh, – so then Dutch, of course, says better – it's getting better by the minute. So he knows he, he's in a – you know, this is a raw deal. Ah. Well, no, I <laughs> Surely it's a commando with a joke. Um, I uh, – yeah, I mean – you know, to kind of hike onto that analogy, it's like it's not even like you know you're going to the store. It's like your buddy's just like all he knows you're going you're getting into a car, and you're like okay, and what we're really doing is going to see a movie. Oh, and what we're really going to go see is <laughs> yes. Titanic in Spanish. And you're like, Great, okay, there you go. Like, that's even that's I way didn't know better. any of this. Like you could have given me some sort of way. Yeah, I mean, he's amazing. Way worse. Yeah, and like totally. how did he even know what gear to bring? Like did he he doesn't know anything. Like you'd think he would be like right. right so we're going to be fighting people. Do we need to bring extra water? Um, you know, are these guys heavily armed? Should I bring, you know, armor? Do I, am I going to be sleeping overnight? Yeah, yeah, they're going to, yep. I mean, they're, they're going to be weighted down, except for except for Blaine. Blaine seems to be able to carry, like, an infinite amount of weight. Um, I mean, look at the size of him. Yeah, as we'll see. But, you know, he, he can carry a lot on his shoulders. I mean, one guy brought comic books, another guy brought electrical tape. They're clearly just packed for any possible eventuality yeah yeah electrical just, table get you out yeah. of a lot of that's true fines I, I, this seems like yeah. a good part to mention even though we brought uh shane on to be our uh, bodybuilding weightlifting expert he is a uh, master electrician so we should have had more electrical ah. questions here well I, I actually i would because uh so here's the thing they're going to the helicopter that crashed uh what sort of things could they use you know, for what things could they use electrical tape if they found this helicopter you know say well, I, if they found uh, skin bodies, for instance, right. theoretically, they could right. potentially substitute the skin with electrical tape. It's uh, very adhesive. Uh, it's quite protective. Uh, when I cut my hands, sometimes I use it as a Band-Aid. So I could be, <laughs> you know, if you have yeah, enough electrical tape, like that, isn't it? you know, just for example. Well, we do see that Poncho is wrapping his, it looks like maybe his hand or his fingers in electrical tape ahead of time. To Something is grip yeah. or to mm -hmm. fix gloves, maybe. Yes. Yeah. 
No, and then you never know when you're going to have to like splice some wires together to get a radio working or something like that. Very handy so, to have. So yeah, I guess if you are carrying a radio, you're going to want to have some stuff to repair it, perhaps, especially bullets flying. I don't know. I, I, that might be a good idea. But yeah, probably having a small electrician's kit would be advisable in any sort of these things. Is there any way they could have used, is there any like advanced knowledge of electricity that could have been used to make that radio loud enough for people to have heard it? Hmm. Like upping the amperage or water? Larger speakers. <laughs> yeah. Well, assuming you're using an analog amplifier, you know, yeah, you're going to need to build, or you would, you would just need a larger transformer pretty much and uh, some big transistor tubes, that sort of thing. Or, you know, maybe just, a, I don't know, never mind. <laughs> well, never wired up an amp before. <laughs> um, the only other thing I want to mention is that we had a little discussion in the green room uh, beforehand yeah. regarding this uh, Boeing the Sentry. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's used as a, well, I'm going to let you take over because you did most of the research on this. It's some sort of radar. And then my question is, could this be used to detect the predator? And I believe you had a pretty good answer for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this, is, this, this thing uses, uh, like other aircraft, uh, I believe, uh, pulse Doppler radar. And all that is is they, they basically send out a bunch of separate radio signals and when however long it takes for them to bounce back because you know the speed of light that gives you a distance but then you can also measure the uh, 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 phase of the incoming signal because if it bounces off of something that's moving it's gonna its phase is going to be adjusted so you could have the original sig signal bounce or matched up to the uh, uh, bounce back receive signal They'll be slightly out of phase, and then from that you can calculate the velocity of the object. So it gives you both the distance to the object and, and what direction of velocity uh, it's headed. So is that a yes or a no? On the so you cannot. So the thing is, this is for large objects, right? Uh, you could not really detect something the size of the predator, and then the predator. But Shane's bicep, you would see. You you would definitely see Shane's <laughs> bicep. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, but as far as the predator, the predator is wearing camouflage, so makes it invisible in the visible spectrum of light. We don't know if it makes it invisible in the radio spectrum of light. So, or, you know, electromagnetic radiation, I guess, more prop, uh, proper. But, yeah, so I don't think that this device could be used to track the predator at all. Plus, you know, who knows what sort of stealth technology the predator has other than just his invisibility suit or whatever. Yeah, good point. So. He does move quietly. Well, uh, those were my... Uh, what I mostly noticed from here, again, this was a minute uh, where we're starting to see some characters. Uh, it's, you know, I brought this up before, but it's just done really well. Uh, we're learning a lot with almost zero dialogue, uh, mm -hmm. and we're really getting a sense for who these people are, how they work together, and a sort of sense of camaraderie, which will become important later on as we see that come under attack, uh, both uh, literally and, wait, no, just literally. <laughs> So if you guys have anything else you wanted to bring up from minute number eight? Yeah, I think we're good. I think, nope. I think this exposition has been very concise and efficient. So. Uh, unlike our own. Yes. <laughs> uh, however, don't forget, later on in the week, we get some uh, horrible slurs, uh, which we will uh, talk about, hopefully not too much. And, uh, A little bit of bragging, too. Yeah. And uh, we were told about insertions and tango so there's there's a lot of exciting things that could be happening and Ooh, will be happening and that's right uh for thursdays and friday
Friday's episodes. We hope everyone will come back for another one of Predator Men. <laughs> <laughs>